So, as you can see over Zoom, I I, I'm, I have a, a, a goatee growing in. I have so much fucking gray coming in. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, it's, you know, I, I always thought I was not going to be terribly upset by it. And it's not that I'm upset. I'm not going to be that guy who dyes his hair or anything. But it's, 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 it's coming in and it's coming in hot and heavy. It's, uh, and it's also, you know, I, I've had stark black hair for my entire life. And it's, as, as I'm graying, it's coming in stark white. Okay. I, there's nothing in the middle. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm going to say, right? <laughs> no. No idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good because uh, – um, 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 Once I know exactly what you're going to say, there's a couple of things. One, the show should probably be over. Yeah. And then also at that point, we're probably too uncomfortably close. Well, I mean <laughs> – I'm just saying, uh, Mister. Uh, I'm in my late thirties. Like you're not Steve Martin, dude. You don't like. <laughs> I didn't have that. No, that's I. I that's that's good. I, I I think it's coming in distinguished. It's it's salt and pepper. It's it's, it's yeah. You know, it's just I wasn't. I, I guess I wasn't really prepared for it. It's coming in everywhere, and I mean everywhere. I realize we're not a family program, but come on, dude. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just talking about like my eyebrows and stuff, dude. Dude, get your mind out of the gutter, man. <laughs> and on that, I know you, to dude. Mental platypus. <laughs> welcome to mental platypus. <laughs> I'm Jason, and I'm Jared. Uh, and you can find us online at mental platypus at M. At, wow, I was going to spell out the whole damn thing. It's at mental underscore platypus on on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and uh, and and uh, the the website is coming along slowly but slowly mm-hmm. and surely for that matter. But I did get the podcast page. If you go to mentalplatypus.com, it's the the place to email us from if you want to do that, and it's also the place um, where if you want to, if you're curious about our recommendations, go to the podcast page, and uh, it's all right there for you. Yeah. I didn't I didn't paste links because you know what I'm trusting that our listeners are smart cookies and uh, can can Google, uh, but I I do know that we both. Well, I know you uh, don't know, you know how to Google. You know, motherfucker, I, I, it's, <laughs> I can Google. It's, it, 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 it just, it's sometimes I, I choose not to. Apparently sometimes, I, I, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to defend With myself. With that being said, <laughs> um, be, that being noted, our mental underscore platypus social media feeds are firing on all cylinders. We have drinking games. We have pictures. We have links. We have stories. We got all. People should let us know if they have once once they make mental platypus bingo. We we know that we've made it. Yeah. So um, you know, hit us up, but uh, and, and let us know what that that is. And, and uh, but I couldn't. I it it just it. 
last week, for some reason, when I was listening back to the episode to edit it, uh, I it, it it's just every everything was you saying to your point and me saying that something was upsetting. <laughs> so at least with that episode, it's very clear that those are to take your shots moments. Does that mean? Um, and I assume that you're still uh, you're still sober. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good news. Yeah, I, that's true. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm over two months. I think uh, I'm like sixty-seven days sober or something like that. And congrats. advocating for people to do drinking games. <laughs> and congrats on that. So. Well, thanks. I re- that w- so the other thing that I realized that's happening, and I, I don't think that this is is attributable to me getting older. Um, I think. Well, let's let's finish. This is actually. This is actually making my point because we didn't finish the introductions. You can find Jason over here at Jason E. Kyle, K-E-I-L, on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find Jared at LTD underscore engagement um, on the Twitter. Um, You may uh, gently remove uh, the splinter of an underscore um, (laughs) and be sure and disinfect it afterwards. Uh, on the Instagrams, why? Why does it? Why is it a dirty underscore? What's that? Why is it a dirty underscore? It's not dirty. You always, dude. Have you ever removed a splinter? You have to clean the wound. It could get infected. I don't want to infect okay. people with your underscore. <laughs> <laughs> and here, here you, I'm thinking. Were you I'm ever in Boy Scouts? A, no. no. No? Okay. No. I'm just asking. Uh, so it's like you always clean the wound, like uh, even if it's a splinter. I just That's something I learned in my old Boy Scout handbook. So, I mean, that seems pretty common sense. You throw some Bactine on that shit. Yeah. You know, or, or the, uh, you, uh, the what's the, the hydrogen peroxide, the stuff that yep. foams. So, but. I didn't need Boy Scouts for that. Yeah, I. Um, I, I had to. It was my germaphobic tendencies. Well, I had to because um, that's what young Mormon boys do. Uh, so it's Boy Scouts. Yeah, it's like the for the longest time the church and the Scouts, like the LDS Church, um, was the biggest source of membership for the Boy Scouts, and I for some reason or another they parted ways a few years ago. So pretty much the Boy Scouts have now let in Girl Scouts. Uh, uh, let in girls into the troops um, to help gain membership, um, amongst other things. And I'm not saying that with judgment. I'm just saying, like, that's, like, the Boy Scouts... The Boy Scouts is in trouble anyway. Uh, but we won't get into that. Anyway. <laughs> no, it's not that sort of show. Yeah. We're not. We're not having that. We're not having that show. <laughs> anyway, um, so tell me more, old man. Old man, Jared. Uh, what else did What else did you discover while you were yelling at the cloud? <laughs> I just what I realized um, again in editing is that I will very frequently start threads and then not finish them. Yeah, that's. I I think that's the. Um, I think that's the sum of your life. Starting things, is it? Yeah, you you start things and you don't finish. 
I, I don't have a defense for that. I, I, I have, I, 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 um, I've, I, I, I think I've had a truth bomb dropped on me. I'm sorry. I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to, uh, is that how it appears from the outside? I, dude, it was literally a joke. Um, I, I, didn't mean to too deep. Yeah, too deep. I, I did. I didn't mean to. Um, we went from splinters to knife wounds. Um. Yeah, uh, let me pull this thing out of my bag. Oh, me, I'm I'm uh, sorry. Uh, I'm I'm sorry that I, I uh, stuck. You stabbed sp- me in the back in front of me. Uh, yeah, I I'm sorry. <laughs> I've lost my uh, I've lost my Boy Scout Swiss Army knife. Uh, can I please have it back? Uh, it's, that I takes some zooming, uh, some zooming, some <laughs> god damn it, some doing. Yeah, stabbing over Zoom. I, I, I greatly apologize. I didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> so I, I'm just so. I mean, it, just in context, as as a a. I mean, I don't know your life, man. <laughs> As a single 38-year-old man living alone with his cat who has, you know, who constantly questions uh, his own accomplishments and whether they're meaningful enough to him, I'm just going to say that, you know, it's uh, it hit home just a little bit. Cut pretty deep. Sorry, man. I don't know if I can keep going. Um if it makes you feel any better, uh, you can <laughs> you can take solace in the fact that uh, uh, Kristen has once again uh, uh, sympathized with your uh, uh, being uh, was listening to last week's episode and was thinking how much she relates to you. So I mean, you got that going for you. Oh yeah, what about this time? Uh, sports. <laughs> oh yeah. So and well. There you go. So <laughs> I was uh to well yeah I I I you've you've t- completely derailed anything that I that I was going to say because I I keep thinking about uh about uh my life situation. Now. Well, let's add that part out and let's move on. <laughs> I don't think I can edit it out. Okay. It's um it's it's integral now to my uh, okay. Anyway, moving on. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to um, push that to the back, and uh, and and I'll as I'm, I'm as I'm trying to get to sleep later. I'll 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 let it keep me up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so, um, right. The, so the threads. <laughs> Why I don't don't feel that's fine. That's fine. No, I mean that's I mean you gotta call it like you see it, right? I mean that's um it's fine. It don't 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 worry about it. We're 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 good. Okay. It's okay. It, well it's it's fine. <laughs> um anyway. It in particular happened to uh, last week because because we, we were talking about uh, it, it sort of of goes to um, the discussion of of uh, sobriety uh, mm-hmm. and and drinking and all that sort of thing. 
because uh, last week when when we ended up segueing into our Springsteen talk, um, and I um, ha- had been talking about uh, you know as as somebody attempting sobriety, uh, that it's what's weird is that um, or maybe not weird, maybe it's just again another another truth exposed uh, is that. I I have uh, sort of uh, been struggling to find replacements for that um, that addictive behavior, that sort of uh, of uh, compulsive behavior, and among those things now uh, vying for the the place of alcohol is uh, coffee. I can't get enough of that I, I drink just ridiculous ridiculous amounts of coffee every day i've now started a topo chico habit and uh i have um you know it's it's it, it was I, I i thought for for about a week that kombucha was going to be one of those things and then it, it turns out I, I just don't react well to it it uh it actually um hurt me a little bit yeah so i had to burn the stomach that. Yeah, but you know, it's these things that 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 uh, you know, I'm kind of like trying to replace that that uh action of drinking with uh I I I need to find that balance. I'm I'm searching for that balance of of things that may be, you know, not not dive into something else that's unhealthy for me. Have you tried smoking? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's that that's a great great thing. Uh, interestingly enough, never had a problem with the smoking. No, I I Somehow see you because I see you as someone um, who uh, dressed in a um, in a flannel and a band t shirt, smoking clove cigarettes. Um, well, don't get me wrong, I did I did smoke. With, I just um, didn't have a problem quitting it with a with a worn uh, worn copy of uh, On the Road. Um, <laughs> Or perhaps it wasn't quite that predictable. Or, or, uh, oh wait, you were know. you? Were you're more of a Bukowski guy anyway, right? Bukowski. It, it was. I would never. I would never be caught with the same book twice. <laughs> um, so it could be the Communist Manifesto. It could be you know some uh, you know collection of Dennis Johnson stories. It could be. Uh, it, it it could have been a number of things, but. Uh, Props to the Dennis so Johnson. The, yeah. Well. Anyway, the the smoking thing never. Like, I I would uh, I would smoke socially when you could still smoke in bars, mm-hmm. uh, because that also just kind of went hand in hand with the drinking. And uh, I did. I used to like the occasional cigar, but then when I started running in my mid twenties. Um, I just, I gave up all of that entirely and, and didn't have, um, didn't really have a, a, any sort of craving for that or miss it or anything like that. I've had the occasional cigar, but I don't think I've had one in a year. I bought like this, uh, last year I bought Monte Cristo, uh, in San Diego, uh, that was way overpriced, uh. Actually, it was in Coronado, and I was gonna 
smoke it on the way home uh, after having a fancy and filling dinner. And then uh, on the signs in Coronado say you can't smoke while walking down the street of Coronado. I'm like, well, shit. (laughs) I I had never, uh, never smoked a cigar without drinking. So again, Mm -hmm. without, without one, there's really no impulse for the other for me anyway. Um, but the uh, I, the irony uh, the irony cut uh, pretty deep. Uh, I I haven't don't think I've drank probably in about a month at least. I just haven't felt the need for it. So, it, so. it's definitely something where it. Um, Where I, you know, I, I, I know myself well enough that if, that uh, until I get to a place where I don't even think about it, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. So, <laughs> even, even uh, the 60 plus days in, I, I still have to consciously, mm-hmm. you know, avoid... Uh, you know, picking up a bottle when I'm in, I'm shopping for groceries or something. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I know that I've made the wise decision for me. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let's find you, um, let's find you a new habit um, that won't hurt anyone or yourself. Have you tried? Uh, yeah. Well, video games. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. It's just, uh, you know, it, it's everything right now is compounded by the fact that the loneliness is uh, very hard to escape mm-hmm. to. You know, there's not, it's it's not like I can just go hang out somewhere with people and distract myself from things. There's the distraction, you know, when, when the, um, there's, there's, there's no more, there's, <laughs> there's no room or anywhere to hide from myself. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, so I, I kind of need a break from that, and there is no break from that. So do you go for drives? No. No? No, I, I've, I've not. I mean, I don't – I I like drives. I like road trips. and You know, it's something with a destination in, in mind, but I don't, I don't like just aimlessly getting in the car and going somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, I, I like to go for a walk, but – at this point, uh, you know, uh, about a year in, I, I have taken the same walks innumerable times. They've lost their distractive powers. <laughs> uh, you know, and I do the runs, but I'm finding that my, my knees are really starting to to, to feel it. Um, so I don't know. But, you know, that's that's not what this show is about. This show is not therapy for me. One of the things I decided to do recently was to ditch CBS because I was not watching it. I had already pretty much given up on on Star Trek and their various series. I was just done. Uh, and I wasn't watching it for anything else. And I'd been wanting to uh, get the Criterion channel for a while. And I was like, okay, I can't just add on something else without getting rid of something. So I decided to get rid of CBS and I got the Criterion channel. Yeah. And because of that, because now I have the Criterion channel, I'm making 
uh, myself watch more films uh, because I, I one of the things that's lost distractive powers is TV shows. I, I'm getting sick of it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've, I've finished a couple of things that I was really enjoying, and I'm trying to. F- I was trying to find a groove with something else, and it just hasn't hit yet. I tried Shit's Creek, and I'm gonna finish it, but I find it very annoying at times. What season are you on? I'm on season three or four. Okay, because it's about season three that hits it hits the stride. I'm on, I'm at the, uh, I think I just finished a season. I don't remember what episode I was on, but, uh, 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 David had just opened the, the Rose Apothecary. Yeah. And, um, what's her name? Just graduated high school. (laughs) Um, um, shoot. Why can't I think of her name? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't coming to me. Ew, I don't know. David. She's one of the things. She, the kids, I find very annoying. I, mm. you know, I like the the parts with with uh, with Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. I love them. I've always loved them. So, you know, those are the parts that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Stevie is great. I like her a lot because uh, she's you. What? Like Stevie is you. <laughs> Maybe is 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 that, attitude. Why, is that why like I'm forming a little bit of a crush on her? Does that mean that that's? Uh... <laughs> I I think so. I I I mean, that's concerning. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like she. I mean, you'll find out more as you go on, but like her, uh, um. There comes a point when she has a crisis, not some, you know, not unsimilar to what you're going through. Uh, so, and it's Alexis, by the way, is the sister, um, or that's Dar. A, oh, that's right. Um, uh, but yeah, I find I find David and Alexis very annoying. Uh, there's, it, it's so they they grade on me very quickly. But it's um, she has to be shove to do something uh you know yeah. uh to go beyond the front desk um so and i i'm not saying that's you well i mean it, maybe it, i don't know i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to treat you carefully <laughs> you're you're trying to put the kid gloves on now that you now that you threw me for for a looper. Well, well, for one, and I'm saying it's okay, it's fine. Well, for one, I, you I both have the hard truths. You both have a dry, sarcastic sense of humor. Uh, so. Yes, I do find that attractive. Um, that that uh, so that, that and kind of humor. So maybe, um, but I think uh, no. I the one thing about. Uh, about CV is like if she wants to at some point she wants to move beyond the front desk and she kind of has to get shoved uh, by Johnny um, and uh, I think uh, maybe that's um, maybe that's why you relate to her 
You're saying maybe I need shoving? Sometimes, maybe you do. I, maybe. Who knows? So but anyway. But I can't shove I, you because um, uh, of social distancing. Yeah, I, I, I'm not asking you to either. Mm. I, I, it's it. Anyway, I, I don't know what what I was. That it, it's yeah. I I can't I can't for some reason get into anything episodic. It's like all of the at this point, it's been so long that all of the the previous distractions are losing their ability to distract. But you're watching so, Wandavision, are you not? Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's that's good. But it's not like you know I can't. It's 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 a once a week thing, and it's it's pretty short. And and I mean it is it is I think fantastic. So are you are you all caught up? Oh yeah, we can um, speak freely. That, that last episode was bonkers. Yeah, it's um it's getting increasingly. Uh, I'm like, every it morning. Was Malcolm in the middle, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's Malcolm in the middle, and I. I kind of wish that they have gone. They might be giants to do the theme song. <laughs> oh, that, would, that would have been cool. <laughs> were you? It's okay. So, um, were you a Malcolm in the Mill fan? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's because um, uh, I gotta say I watched it as it was on, and I think I missed some of the later episodes, yeah. and I did have not gone back and tried to rewatch it. Well, I don't even know. But where I did enjoy you, it when it was on. Yeah, and I don't even know where you'd find it anyway. Um, but. Uh, it was on Hulu, I want yeah. to say. But, um, yeah, Kristen had never seen it before. And, like, I'm kind of geeking out because it's the twin, like, it's the twin tour narrating this episode and getting into all sorts of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed yeah, this and, one. And, uh, um, and the theme song, yeah, I wish they might be, Aegon, they might be giants to do the theme song. So it just, you know, <laughs> um, it would have been. I just, I think they're executing it masterfully. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's you know, as as they're, they're maintaining this, uh, this kind of, uh, you know, uh, gimmick, while managing to also service this real story and show how things are breaking down and, and like becoming unstable. Well, it's, and it's interesting too, is that everyone, like, I don't know why, but every, well, every morning I go through like a slew of websites to get caught up on, I don't know, new shit, nerd shit, um, music shit. You know, just so I feel like I'm keeping up with the world and yeah, I trying to, that. well, I, and also trying to find, you know, be inspired to find shit to write about and to pitch. Um, you should do more of that. That, no, yeah, it's sort of just like this little ritual I have. And that, so, um, it's funny is that everyone, everything from Nerdist to The Ringer to, every other website that I kind of check out just has some crazy wackadoo theory of like, what's going to happen? Like, what's going to, like, how's it going to go down? Like, who's the big bad? Who's. And that is exactly why I don't do that. Yeah. So, well, I don't even thank click you for on reminding it. me why, Be- because you can't avoid this shit. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that I, that, that I, I pulled back from that and don't, and, and, and you have actually reminded me why I don't check out these things every, 
every morning because mm-hmm. that's the only way. Even though it's also the reason that I don't know who people are, mm-hmm. uh, or or what the new hot music is, and all this and that and the other thing, it's also the way that I avoid spoilers and I avoid having my opinion of something uh, influenced by anything that I'm reading. Well, the trick is not to click on it. <laughs> so yeah, that, see, that's the trick. Discussed, it's it goes to the it, it's the drinking thing. If I <laughs> I'm gonna keep clicking. <laughs> So clickbait is your alcohol. <laughs> I, I have to abstain. I'm also <laughs> sober for clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, um, I don't particularly read it. And what the funny thing is, is that like, I could, I, don't, I have enough knowledge of Marvel Comics to be dangerous. But when it comes to Wanda and Vision and all that other stuff, I am completely out of my element. So these people who they're, they occasionally refer to in the headlines, mm-hmm. I have absolutely no freaking clue who they're talking about. Like, um, except there are, um, like there are people who are, um, and this is going to get kind of spoilery. So if you want to put your head, your earmuffs on, you want to go forward about two minutes. That's fine. Um, but it's, um, people keep thinking like, how is this going to link to the eventual end of, I think phase four or five now for my MCU. Because well, aren't it's they gonna... starting a new phase because it's been kind of delayed, but the last, mm-hmm. The the last phase just ended with the with Endgame, right? But they've right? had, so they've had um, Black Widow on the burner for a year. Um, they've just wrapped the Eternals, um, yeah, and eventually um, it's gonna. There's gonna be a Fantastic Four. There's gonna be a Blade. Like there's gonna be that that are part of the MCU that, because these mm-hmm. these things have these properties have been off the table because they were part of Fox for a long time. Right, but now that uh, Disney owns everything, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be an R.A. Deadpool movie that's gonna be in the MCU. Um, oh wow! Uh, well, I mean, so that's the only difference, though, because the other the first two Deadpool movies were both ours. Mm-hmm. But the this next one is supposed to be part of the universe. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's gonna be in the MCU. You know what would be really cool is if they could if they did the Deadpool kills, um, kills Marvel like or kills uh, all the people in the Marvel universe storyline. Maybe I mean the way it's going, they're they're and um like I, I'm not gonna get too spoilery into it, but it's just funny like the the level of analysis. Um, from these Man, it is uh, fucking windy out there. Yeah, I don't know these, if that's coming over my mic or not, but it's it's it, it howling out there. What the? What windy? Okay. Um. Anyway, so like the level of analysis by these comic jockeys, <laughs> like these, you know. Yeah, I'll never be able to follow that. I, I have not yeah. read any of the uh, any of the comic books really, mm-hmm. except for occasionally. Like I, I have read a couple of. Of Deadpool comics, uh, like when Brian Posehn was writing them, because mm. I think Brian Posehn is funny. I've read a couple of, um, 
I know at one point, I think Janelle was trying to get me to read Wanda, uh, or the Wanda Vision. No, not Wanda. Like, I don't know. Vision, some Vision storyline. Mm-hmm. I read a couple of Legion comic books because I really liked that series. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to read that. But yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know. I'm, 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 I've only ever casually dipped my toe in the pool, so I have no idea. Well, any of these. Well, these back in like theories. back in the day, my dad was like a hardcore comic book collector. Mm. Like he had like boxes upon boxes upon boxes of just everything wrapped in plastic, and I know it, at some point my mom put her foot down and. <laughs> Uh, realized it was a an expense we uh, we couldn't have, so um, the weekly trips to the comic shop uh, got canceled. Uh, got canceled. I looked forward to those. Um, and it just soured my taste for them. But I I so out of the loop now that I don't even know how to get back into that. You know, this is turning into a very sad episode, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I got into like. That's how I like. Um, I back when I was growing up, they had like uh, Spider Ham, uh, so I like read those. Uh, and I thought they were great. They had GI Joe versus Transformers. Yeah, I remember <laughs> um, those. Yeah, like that. Those were great. They killed Bumblebee uh, at one point, uh, and um, no, it was so great and. Uh, um, yeah, it just uh, power pack. I wish they'd make a movie out of that. That would be good. Sort of like it's sort of like the equivalent of Runaways. Hmm. Um, like just these kids who uh, have mutant kids who have powers. It's just great. I, mean, I wish they'd do more of that. Um, but uh, yeah, um, where were we? <laughs> well, it was this. This kind of spawned but, from. Um, I, I'm TV trying shows. to, well, I'm trying to to try some different. I'm trying to try. Uh, I'm attempting to to do some some slightly different things. Uh, I I am. Uh, so so I've watched some 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 stuff on Criterion already. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I watched, and this reminded me of a conversation that we'd had a few weeks ago. About actors who who had you know who successfully had literary careers yeah or, or careers as writers i watched have you ever seen that film voyager no so it's a it's a a, a, a film based on the on the book homo faber um it's a uh, like a swiss or german book or something anyway uh it, it's uh from I want to say the probably early nineties, maybe late eighties. So to be uh, clear, we're is... not talking about Star Trek Voyager. No, 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 no. Captain Janeway it's, it's does a, not make an appearance on this. No, it's a film called Voyager. Okay, and it has uh, features fantastic performances by or from um, Julie Delpy and Sam Shepard. Okay. Sam Shepard it should have been our shining example of somebody who was oh, yeah. a great writer actor. I mean yes. he's 
uh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's written amazing plays, you know, successful, uh, you know, collections of stories and so forth. Yeah, Sam Shepard should have been our shining example of somebody who could who walked both paths equally successfully. No. Um, yeah, to your point. Um, well, funny aside story. Well, I have a funny aside story about Sam Shepard. Back when I was living in um, uh, Illinois, uh, he uh, made headlines in the local normal Illinois newspaper because he got caught drunk driving uh, going through town. Oh. Like normal Illinois. Another callback to to a previous episode. Yeah, thematically speaking. <laughs> um, so, um, and I just watched um, a few months ago. I watched the right stuff for the first time. That's a great movie. I know. I oh my gosh, that movie was. I think that film is so underrated. I it's. I don't know why we don't talk about that movie like enough. Like that movie is like hilarious, and um, I, yeah, I, look at the at the at that cast too. Mm-hmm. Like it just, um, yeah, it just there, um, and I I forget who was it Scott Glenn. Yeah, I remember. He, I'm sure it was the Marion with Scott Glenn who said that, uh, mm-hmm. um, he said like he didn't, um, he, uh, it was, um, I forgot who Scott, what astronaut Scott Gunn plays. Um, Shepard. He plays uh, Alan, Alan Shepard. Shepherd. Yeah. Yeah. He plays Alan Shepard and, um, he, and Shepard told him like, you just like, I remember the other way he got wrong, but like he just thought like yeah he got done like great you know he did a great job and they never met. Um, but oh man that movie's so great. Yeah no apparently Alan Shepard loved his uh, loved his performance. Yeah uh, and like his only note I guess was that he wasn't as handsome. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> So like yeah, but that's a that's a great film. And Sam Shepard's in there, Dennis Quaid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and like Levon Helms, the narrator. <laughs> yeah, like it's a great film. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, did you have anyone else like who fell into the actor? Uh, no, I just couldn't believe that I didn't I didn't think of that one. Yeah, it's um, I Wallace Shawn. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he fall into that? Yeah, I would think he fell, falls into that pretty nicely. Bob Balaban? Didn't he write um, something? I think so, yes. Uh, by that, then... Um, oh, he wrote... Um, not really. He, he kind of wrote some children's books and stuff, but I thought he did some other stuff, too. I don't know. Um, but while Sean, yeah, um, Buck Henry falls into that. Buck Henry for sure. Great actor, great uh, screenwriter. Carrie Fisher. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You have proven me wrong many, many times. Uh, so yeah, we I, we can we can finally tie uh, tie that up and tie on bow. There's yeah, put a <laughs> bow on it. Put um, a button on it. Whatever. Put a bird on it. <laughs> uh, 
Um, thank God. <laughs> that was uh But that kept me I, up I at night. Even... Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> did did wait, did Balaban Balaban had something to do with Gosford Park. Oh no, he didn't write it though. He just produced it. Um Yeah, but Owen Wilson great though. Every every uh, I'm gonna ignore that you said that, <laughs> dude. He co-wrote Rushmore. I know, and he he's also he also co-wrote Bottle Rocket, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, wasn't there was he was a writer on Royal Tenenbaums too, I believe. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, um, so are we are we still ignoring? Owen Wilson here? I'm just not a big fan of Owen Wilson. Uh, I, 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 he he irritates me often. There are so? times there there are times when he's like you know I like him in Royal Tenenbaums. I like him in Midnight in Paris. Um, you know there there are occasions. It's just I he I, I, I he he annoys me. I mean other I, times I don't go seek him out anymore. That's for sure. Like I used to just like um I used to like a lot of his movies. Like mm-hmm. back when he was part of like the like that group of actors, the the Ben Stillers and the Jack Blacks of the world. Yeah, yeah. he just it didn't I I I didn't like most of, like there are very few things I like Vince Vaughn in. Yeah, that's um and I didn't really like you know some of the uh, I didn't like Ben Stiller in a lot of stuff either. I've I've uh, grown to appreciate him as an actor. Uh, he's he's also somebody else, somebody who who's um, written some good stuff. But uh, you know he like I I I was never a really big fan of Zoolander. I, I not a big fan of uh, the like the Fokker stuff. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so I. There's and and uh, what the what was it Wedding Crashers? I wasn't a big fan of that, okay. and so. Um, I do think uh, uh, we 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 need to discuss something. Uh, I. What's the problem with Zoolander? I just I, I didn't find it that funny. There are there are a couple of scenes here and there in it that are that are okay. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy it. But it, overall, I, I'm I'm not a big fan of it. Okay. Um. Um. I, I'm I'm failing at this point to see a um a, a, a solid reason uh, why you don't like Zoolander. Um. And that's okay. That's like up to you. Twenty years old. I can just not like things. I mean, y- you cannot like things. But I mean, I think in a universally beloved film like Zoolander. Um, I, I don't understand, um, I don't particularly understand why, uh, this stands out. Um, there's so many, I, I quote constantly. Um, so that's why I'm, uh, I'm confused, uh, to, uh, why you don't care for it. Uh, Eh. uh, it's just kind of meh. For me, oh. I, you know, okay. like I said, there are moments that I think are very funny in it, but just as a, as, as a film in its entirety, it's not anything that I'm ever going to go back and rewatch. I, I have no real compulsion to, to rewatch that one. Okay. Um, 
But they're also, I mean, there are, there are films that I thought that I thought were pretty funny at the time when I saw them that I've never gone back to rewatch. Like, if, I don't think I've ever seen Anchorman more than once. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's harsh. I liked Anchorman. It was fun. Yeah. You know, you know what's funny is that um, going back to our, our boy Ethan Hawke, you know that, like, he, uh, that Ben is the guy who directed Reality Bites and yeah. got him on the I'll write a book, his, his slacker persona. I, I don't know. but For me, you know, Ben Stiller is somebody like Adam Sandler, where I, I tend to prefer their stuff that's more thoughtful and uh, not the 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 slapsticky stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Trying to think, like he's done some. He has done some dramatic work uh, lately. Um, so I'm trying to. I think the Noah Baumbach stuff that he's been in is great. Yeah, uh, I don't. The one I don't like. Um, I don't like the way while we're uh, while we're young and um, I have. I didn't have a problem with that. So, I like that one. Um, I agree. Um, I more than agree with your assessment of the um, Meet the Fockers series of films. The first one's kind of funny, like really funny. I thought um, at the time. I don't. Yeah, again, that's one that I, I think I saw that one in the, in the theater, and I, I haven't watched it since. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I mean, let's, let's, um, I mean, let's tie it all up here, like just in general. Um, we can bring it back to your facial hair, uh, too, if you, if you like. Um, <laughs> I don't, th- I don't think we need to revisit it. I was just shocked by how much white hair is coming in. But like the surrounding theme is like things that maybe were really cool 20 years ago. Um, you don't seem to like anymore or like you just don't go the same or like what's. Is that. Is that self-reflective? Am I somebody that I used to like 20 years ago and I'm kind of over myself now? Are you? No, I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I want to make that clear. I'm not even puncturing with kick gloves. I want you to make that clear. I, I could. I mean, we aren't the, like you aren't the same person you were 20 years ago. Uh, I would argue that I like myself a lot better now, even with all the the shit that I have to deal with and 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 uh, figure out and and work through. I, I I am much more comfortable with who I am now than I was twenty years ago. Well, that's good. That means you're growing. <laughs> uh, well, and I think that that yeah that that kind of goes to. I think that follows with a lot of things that. Um, I don't know. The tastes change. Uh huh. Things things change like that. But like, is there still something from like twenty years now that you like? Like from twenty years ago that you still like that you still think holds up? I'm mean, yeah. There's a lot of stuff, such as. Uh, 
Well, I mean, what what kind of an example do you want? There's there's a lot of stuff that a lot of music that I listened to 20 years ago that I still love. I guess like um, if are we talking like film or show? I guess maybe I mean, like a surprising we've been, thing. We've been, What's a surprising thing that you still like that maybe hmm. that you still think holds up? That's a good question. I think that's one that may be worth. I think that that's something that may be worth revisiting. Actually, like like letting me think about some things that I haven't seen in a really long time that maybe I should throw on and and see what I think about it now. Because and the reason why I, I kind of had this discussion with someone yesterday. Um, like in a very general conversational way, um, about like, I think you're not alone in your, um, uh, your, uh, I guess what they call, I think it's what they refer to as you don't want to try anything new right now. Cause we're like almost a freaking year into the pandemic and like, you're just bored with it. Like that's half the reason why that's half the reason why I'm now a video game owner guy because I hopped on that bandwagon a year too late. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, no one visits my damn island. <laughs> if if I played that game, but I I I'd, I'd visit you. But yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, so. well, buy a switch, damn it, and and. Join me in my. Not going to happen. I'm not going to get another thing that I don't use. The only now, now actually, that was one of the other reasons that I went ahead and got the Criterion Channel is because I can I can <laughs> access it on my Xbox. So the only things that I use my Xbox for now are HBO Max and Criterion Channel. So you pretty much bought a five hundred dollar Apple TV. Excellent. <laughs> it wasn't that expensive when I bought it. Okay, they were already starting to 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 go down in price because it was not long before they had, or they had, I think recently announced whatever the new Xbox was. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I, 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 going back to that. So I had this conversation, like we're just, we don't even try anything new anymore. Like I don't, with the exception being whatever's on Disney plus on a Friday night, like it's literally like the one thing I look forward to. It is a struggle trying to find something that I want to watch. Um, like, uh, I think after Queen's Gambit was done, I, I finished Queen's Gambit. Like, I just, I don't care. Uh, like, I barely pay any attention to the shows that I watch on a weekly basis anyway. Um yeah, I don't. WandaVision is kind of the only thing that I have on a weekly basis right now. I, I haven't kept on that um, Mr. Mayor show or whatever that yeah, one is. Yeah, that I one's getting up on it. That one continues to improve from week to week. Does it? Yeah, it does. It's um, it's definitely getting a little more biting, a little more dirty rockish, and the satire, and not just coming up with inappropriate games for whatever plan that high hunter comes up with maybe uh, the last i think the last one i watched had um andy mcdowell 
Uh, yeah, they, they've gotten significantly better since the Andy McDowell uh, appearance. Um, um, and don't get me wrong, I, I liked seeing Andy McDowell. I've, I've had a crush on Andy McDowell for a long time. So I think since I saw Sex Lies and Videotape. No, and, and you should. Uh, I, I, uh, but. No. It's. You know what I. Uh, I'll tell you. So what I'm doing right now, and it's actually. It was. Um, one of the reasons that I got the Criterion channel, although none of the things that I wanted to see from what I'm doing ended up being on there. Um, so that was interesting. But um, after listening to that Mark Harris interview, I, I, I got really interested in reading that uh, Pictures at a Revolution yeah. book. So I got a copy of that, and I've started reading that, and I'm really enjoying that. And I decided to go ahead and watch those films, too, because it's been a really long time since I have seen any of those films. And I don't think I've ever seen... I, uh, I probably saw Dr. Doolittle when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I've ever seen In the Heat of the Night. Um, I know I haven't. But the the other three... The other three I, 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 I saw... Um, very young, because I, because I, um, my mom would watch old films all the time, mm-hmm. and Catherine Hepburn was one of her favorites. So that I know for sure that I saw um, uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, and so so the five films. I, I think you listened to the same interview I did, so I, yeah. I think you know what they are. But the five I, films were The Graduate, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, In the Heat of the Night, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, and. Uh, Dr. Doolittle, because they were the five best picture nominees for 1968. Mm-hmm. And so it had been a long time since I'd seen any of them. And I, I've since uh, rewatched The Graduate and Bonnie and Clyde. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're just, they're both fucking fantastic. That's, those are things that definitely hold up. That's, that's what I keep, I guess that's, that's what I have been gravitating to more and more recently is, is old stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I find it comforting or something. I don't know. Or I, I, maybe it's, it's the, the, you know, old man yelling at cloud. They don't make films like they used to part of my brain too. But, but it's really true. I mean, mm-hmm. I, when I was watching the graduate and like I said, I probably hadn't seen that film since at least my early twenties. Mm hmm. So that's definitely approaching the the it's a, it's fast approaching the twenty year mark, uh, and you know there are definitely things that I would that I notice now that I didn't notice then. Like I love, I fucking love that shot of the back of of uh, Dustin Hoffman in the apiary mm-hmm. um, uh, with the sign uh, "Don't do not tease," <laughs> like right yeah. Just kind of like right next. It's 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 so fantastic. Um, so that that I, I'm enjoying because it's it's I, I I'm there I'm now reading about it. I've been interested in film my entire life, and I don't think I I took some film studies classes. I took some film and literature classes, which you know uh, had the benefit of 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 fulfilling. Um, English electives that I needed to take for my major, and uh, I, I, I guess you know I, I didn't 
feel like I had, um, I didn't have as much interest, I guess, in things technically or, or the things like behind the stories, like behind how things would get made and all that kind of stuff. And it's really, I'm finding it endlessly fascinating reading about uh, Warren Beatty, you know, moving from being the, you know, uh, the the heartthrob into being, uh, you know, into being a film producer and actually controlling his own career and what got made and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that kind of, the the it being an interesting um transition period for hollywood moving away from those kind of bloated um pieces like dr doolittle into stuff like the graduate and bonnie and clyde that then led into like easy rider and and all that kind of thing like the so auteur era the next era. thing i want to read yeah yeah, I think that the ne- the the next, you know, I, I'm I'm probably going to dive into that uh that Raging Bulls uh book as well. This kind of Oh, the, the Bisque Oh, I've I've read that, that book. Yeah. Um uh Easy Rider's Raging Bulls I think is Yeah. Um Yeah, that book is amazing. Um I've read his other book too. Um Let me uh, um yeah, uh, this kind is um, is amazing. Easy Riders, Raging Bulls, and Down and Dirty Pictures. Um, yeah, I've that I've known about that book for a long time, and I just never, never, I guess was never really interested in reading it. But Down and Dirty um, Pictures, like, pretty much predicted the downfall of Harvey Weinstein. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's um, if you read uh if you read between the lines uh of certain por- portions of that book um he's very really clearly um painting a portrait of a man who uh isn't uh <laughs> uh isn't kind <laughs> uh and to anyone um yeah it's it's amazing um uh i, I was just thinking um this is gonna pro- and this is gonna lead into my recommendation. Um, uh, my recommendation for the week, actually, uh, it it kind of ties it up in nicely because it uh, ties uh, all the strands that you've uh, had into a nice little bow. Um, but I, so going um. Like back to that conversation, like I, I'm the same way. I'm trying. I'm finding more comfort in things that I've watched before. Like literally, I I watched Broken Arrow with John Travolta and Christian Slayer just to oh have something. God. Yeah, which is an awful movie on all accounts. Just to have something familiar and comforting, like in the background while I worked on something. Like I go, I watch. I can't tell you how many times I've watched a Bond movie um, just because it's it's or a, or an Avengers movie um, because I just it's comforting uh, to have on because I don't want to watch I don't want to watch something different like I I don't want to get into another show I keep threatening that I'm going to finally watch Tiger King and see what the fuss is about because I'm already like eight months like late for that bandwagon 
Um, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. And even, um, and speaking of 20 thing, uh, uh, do you mind if I, we go into the recommendations? No, let's, but you know, I, I just, I, I think that, I think that what's happening is that I, I, I'm needing to, 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 you know, like the distraction for the sake of distraction, like the shiny stuff for some reason just isn't having the appeal because it's, it's, it's been too many months of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, like I, I'm sort of curating what I'm putting into my head and it's, uh, I'm needing it to be things that, that are engaging my mind. And I think that is kind of its own escapism in a way because Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, focusing and 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 you know i'm I'm still like pulling new things in in a way because i'm exploring things in more depth than than i i i ever have before mm-hmm. but um so i mean it's i think it's still a distraction it's just a different it's just a different um side of distraction i um yeah i I mean, I, I there's this part of me, too, that, like, I guess the big talk this week has been that Britney Spears documentary. Mm. Um, and I've heard of that one. What's that? I've heard of that one. I haven't seen it, but I've heard well, of it. Well, that's the thing. I haven't seen it either. And I keep thinking, like, today's the day I'm going to watch it. Or this is the afternoon I'm going to watch it. And I don't. Because, like, it's... I don't want to like I. I mean, I'm concerned about Britney like everyone else, and I'm not being sarcastic. I'm genuinely concerned for her well-being. She's a um, I as someone who watched the Mickey Mouse Club and know is familiar with Timberlake and Britney and all those. You know, I'm you know I, I hate to see someone exploited like she's been through her entire career. I just, but I don't want to watch it and it's got nothing to do with, it's got nothing to do with the content or anything. I just don't want to try anything new. Like I rather watch Midsommar again some, uh, than, than watch a, watch something new. And <laughs> that movie's pretty crazy. <laughs> you know, it is a crazy film. Yeah. And you've seen it, you know, um, I, I just, I'm, I'm burnt. I think I'm burnt out. Like I'm literally burnt the fuck out. So, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I, I definitely, I'm definitely there. No. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, like I'm, I was riding into the weekend last weekend, like, like a, a cloud. And then uh, I, I had this shitty dream. I, m- I must have because I woke up Saturday morning just devastated. And I just, my mm. brain was fried. I couldn't move out of bed. And like, I wasn't, and I, I was just depressed. I mean, I got over it really quick. I just, you know, wasn't anything like on the level. People who listen to What the Fork know that like I've, bef- I, I've, 
last few years I've had panic attacks, I've suffered some major depression. Like it wasn't anything on that level, but it was enough where I was like, God, like what's going on? Just and just realized I'm just burnt the fuck out. Like it's just I'm sick of being this just channel for content. Like and uh I'm with you, man. Like uh joking aside, uh like I'm like I'm burnt out trying to find work, you know, or you know, trying to find outlets that will publish stuff that I wanna write. I'm burnt out on kids, I'm burnt out on content. I'm I we were watching this movie on Sunday that I wanted to see and I just didn't care. Uh, we watched that Wolfwalkers movie uh, on Apple TV and it's a good movie. I just, but I could have cared less. <laughs> you know, I wasn't excited mm-hmm. about it. I don't get the only thing that excites me is Wandavision, and that's <laughs> a shame <laughs> and old shit. Which now leads into my recommendation. Are you ready? I'm ready. Lay it on me. Okay. So, speaking of things that hold up 20 years later, um, which also has a Criterion edition, uh, I recently picked up Hedvig and the Angry Inch uh, on (laughs) Blu-ray. Great soundtrack. Great uh, great music, um, fine job, uh, great acting by John Cameron Mitchell, who is the um, ed- who plays the editor in uh, Shrill. Um, uh, just um, stellar performances all around, um, and um, just the way it, um, the way it talks about gender and fluidity and sexuality were things that I probably didn't have a firm grasp on 20 years ago when I was a college kid in my twenties. Um, but, um, yeah, I, 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 revisiting it now, this movie was just so like ahead of its time. It still holds up. Um, it's, just an amazing it's an amazing piece of work and i can't believe uh it's it's it i can't believe it's so many things um on so many levels i just can't believe a major studio in in 2001 pulled it off i can't believe he pulled it off uh, john cameron mitchell did um it's it's a pretty it's a pretty stunning work it's funny and it's important. Nice. Oh. Cool, cool, cool. Speaking of, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine Nine canceled. I know. I I didn't. I don't think I watched any of the last season. I think I need to catch up on that. Yeah, you should. It. Uh, so my recommendation, it kind of, it, interestingly enough, it sort of also goes hand in hand with the, with the uh, um, old comfort stuff. Except it's a it 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 
it in itself is new. It's just by an artist that has been one of my favorites for a really long time. And it's a brand new Crowded House single. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it debuted today as, as we're recording this. I've listened to it like 10 times already. Uh, I, and I'll qualify this by saying I did not love the, the previous one that dropped. I think it dropped a, a couple months back. It was called Whatever, Whatever You Want. Um, and the, but now I'm optimistic about the new album based on the one that dropped today, which is called To the Island. Uh, it's, it's actually, I think it's one of the, it's one of the best things that, that, uh, that Neil Finn has put out in a really long time. Uh, you know, and I, I've, I've, I've followed him through all the, the split end stuff, the crowded house stuff, the, uh, Finn brothers stuff, the, uh, solo stuff, all of it. So, uh, this was a really, really strong entry into their catalog, like it, yeah, up there with some of their best work, I think. And uh, it's got a, a really infectious uh, melody, and the um, I lyrically it's strong, I think too. Mm-hmm. So that's that is a, a strong endorsement for the the new Crowded House song called "To the Island." All right, I'm gonna check that. So I've been. Yeah, uh, I don't think you will. You will be sorry about I, that. I hope not. I've been. I'll be perfect. Uh, something I want to also, uh, again, not to make up for anything at the top of the show, but uh, I have, uh, I do listen and and follow your recommendations that you give. I never know what you're going to recommend when we start recording, but I usually follow it at the end. Yeah, we don't talk about these beforehand. We don't know yeah. what the other person is going to uh, recommend. Yeah. Um, and... Um, you have not let me down uh, so far. In fact, it was um, uh, the musician you recommended, uh, Steve Dawson. Yeah. As soon yeah. as I started listening to that, I just uh, I listened to Funeral Bonsai Way. I'm like, yeah, Jared, it, it makes sense that you like this. And, and it's good. It's really good. Like, I, as soon it's, as I heard it. It's good like, stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff. I'm like, going, this is. Yeah, this is a this is a Jared Duran joint. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get an interview with that guy. Yeah, it's he's I I yeah his I'm really digging his music. Yeah, um, and we're gonna get you know, uh, it's yeah stick around for next episode. We might if everything goes well, we're gonna have a little something. Yeah, uh, something so, something different. Another step closer to. Um, what we envision for the podcast and us as yeah. a and Mel Platypus as a physical quarterly magazine. So exactly. Um, so it's, we're really excited about in that. These, everything in these COVID times is ha- happening on a very painfully slow timeline. Yeah, um, but um, we're making baby steps to uh, to what we want it to be. So I'm uh, what we envision for this podcast and uh, as. Uh, or as the media empire uh, slowly grows, uh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we'll get there. So, well, that's. I think that's going to do it. Then that's. 
What, keep it mental, Platter Peeps? Yeah. <laughs> keep it mental. Uh, maybe maybe not so much cerebral. I think that we need to we need to follow our own advice and because uh, <laughs> because yeah, sorry if we brought anybody down. That was not the intent. No, <laughs> uh, but I I just I have a feeling that collectively we're we're all we're all feeling like we're a little done. Yeah, I think we uh, it's time to put the fork in or the metaphorical fork or the needle, as it were, because I'm ready for this to be done and get back to uh, enjoying things again. Realistically, we're looking at late summer. Yeah. Like I... June, July for, for people like us who are, are under you know 65 and don't have pre-existing you know, high risk conditions. Um, yeah. Uh, well, um, I mean, I, exactly. I, so I'm, I just don't want to be in line in my car. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, <laughs> good talk. Good. Always, always. <laughs> Mental Platypus is a production of Hoot and Waddle, producing fine arts and culture podcasts and publishing works of experimental literature since 2016. To learn more about Hoot and Waddle, please visit hootandwaddle.com. To learn how you can help support and sustain Hoot and Waddle, please visit patreon.com forward slash hootandwaddle. <laughs>